This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning. This is Marshall Davis. You might have noticed that religious people tend to focus a lot upon proper behavior. This usually takes a form of defining what is appropriate moral conduct in terms of commandments and rules or ethical principles. Oftentimes they are codified into laws that are then imposed upon society and enforced by penalties. Think the Ten Commandments as well as the American obsession with legislation. We think that passing a law will fix anything. Religious progressives are very concerned about speech, using proper language for others and for God. This is moral behavior applied to talking to speech. Even so-called spiritual but not religious people are concerned with actions in the form of which spiritual practices are best. The religious people of Jesus' day were no different. The scribes and the Pharisees were rule makers and rule enforcers. They were the biblical literalists of their time who spent their days poring over the scriptures to discern the wrong and right things to do and to say. The priests and the Sadducees were obsessed with religious ceremonies as part of the sacrificial system of the temple. Both Pharisees and the Sadducees focused on behavior, and for that reason, they had a hard time with Jesus, who had a very unique approach to spirituality. Jesus hung around with sinners and rule breakers and the unclean people like tax collectors and prostitutes. Jesus was ostracized and criticized by religious people for doing that. Furthermore, Jesus broke biblical commands like Sabbath keeping, which was one of the top ten, as well as rules of ritual cleanliness. And consequently, people accused him of not believing and not obeying the Bible. Religious people went so far as to call him a blasphemer whose power came from Satan rather than God. Jesus had equally harsh words for the religious people of his time. He called them hypocrites and children of the devil. He said they were clean on the outside but filthy on the inside. He said, you Pharisees are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and wickedness. He said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you are whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. Religious people focus on the outside. Jesus focused on the inside. Specifically, he focused on making the outside like the inside. 
what we would call today transparency, the opposite of hypocrisy. He also talked about making the below like above. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. According to the Gospel of Thomas, one day Jesus noticed some babies nursing. He said to his disciples, These nursing babies are like those who enter the kingdom. They said to him, Then shall we enter the kingdom as babies? Jesus replied, When you make the two one, when you make the inner like the outer, and the outer like the inner, and the upper like the lower, when you make male and female into a single one, so that the male will not be male, nor the female be female, when you make eyes in the place of an eye, a hand in place of a hand, a foot in place of a foot, an image in place of an image, then you will enter the kingdom of God. Jesus was all about tearing down barriers between opposites, between dualities, between inside and outside. The kingdom of God is within you, he said, but he also said that you are in it. It's all around. And when we see that directly, the inner is the outer, the above is the below, then we see the kingdom of God. You could say that that's when we enter the kingdom of God, although if the kingdom is already within and without, then we are never really outside of the kingdom of God. It is about transcending these distinctions of duality, the division between heaven and earth, us and others, us and God. Now, how does that translate into everyday living? Jesus talked about this in the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount is about how to live the non-dual life. And he used a number of examples, but he starts off with a big one, murder. Jesus said, you have heard the ancients were told, you shall not murder. And whoever commits murder shall be answerable to the court. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be answerable to the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be answerable to the supreme court. And whoever says, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Here he was addressing the Pharisees and their moral law. He was saying it wasn't about the outer. It's about the inner. Get the inner right, and the outer will follow. As he says elsewhere, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. You could equally say that out of the overflow of the heart, the body acts. Then he addresses the Sadducees and their ceremonial law. He says, therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and therefore you remember your brother or something against you, leave your offering there before the altar. And go, first be reconciled to your brother, then come and present your offering. Come to terms with your accuser quickly while you are with him on the way to court, so that your accuser will not hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the officer, and you will not be thrown into prison. Truly, I say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid the last penny. Here is he is saying that one's relationship to God is connected to one's relationship to others. You cannot separate them. They're two sides of the same coin. You cannot have one without the other. Make the outer like the inner and the inner like the outer. 
and everything is all is all right. Although some people today read these words of Jesus, instead of hearing what they what he says, they obsess about the inner life. So instead of obsessing about outer actions, they obsess about every thought or sinful desire that they might have. You know, Jesus was trying to get rid of people obsessing about the guilt. And people turn his words into a way to become even even more obsessed about guilt. That's how messed up some forms of Christianity are. Non-dual living is about breaking down the barriers. It's about making the two-one. Non-duality. Break down the barrier between outer and inner, upper and lower, even male and female. Jesus says when you make the male and female into a single one, so that the male will not be male, nor the female be female, then you will enter the kingdom. You know, Jesus' words about breaking down sexual distinctions were radical in his day, and they are radical in our day. These days, Christian Pharisees and Sadducees are all about keeping the distinctions between male and female separating, defining, and enforcing gender roles. Non-dual living is about transcending dualistic distinctions that most people are obsessed with, including sexual and gender differences. When one sees that all is one, a single one, as Jesus says, when one has a shift in awareness and sees that reality is one, then everything changes. And yet, Everything remains the same. Jesus even applies this to our perception of the body. Jesus says, when you make eyes in place of an eye, a hand in place of a hand, a foot in place of a foot, and an image in place of an image, then you enter the kingdom of God. This might sound strange and even obscure, but it really is a parallel to the Zen saying. Before enlightenment, mountains were mountains and rivers were rivers. After enlightenment, the mountains were not mountains and the rivers were not rivers. Then mountains were mountains again and the rivers were rivers again. Reminds me also of the Zen saying, Before enlightenment, chop wood carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood carry water. Everything changes and yet everything is the same. And non-dual awareness, we still have to live and function in the world with bodies and with our mental images of the world, our understanding of the world. We still need to act morally in the world. And we live from non-dual reality and within non-dual awareness. We see there is no distinction between inner and outer. Anger on the inside is murder on the outside. Harboring resentment toward someone is harboring resentment toward God. When you are labeling someone, you are labeling yourself, for we are one. When we are mistreating our neighbor, we are mistreating ourselves. So Jesus says to get right with your neighbor, we are, and we are then right with ourselves and right with God. That is true worship. Anything less is hypocrisy. It's about making the two one, seeing that two are already one. The other is you. Whether that other is your friend, your neighbor, your enemy, or God. 
when the two are one, then heaven comes to earth. The kingdom of God arrives. Inner and outer are joined. Male and female are one. Above and below, upper and lower are one. This is enlightenment. This is liberation. This is salvation. This is forgiveness. This is the kingdom of God. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.